Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, thanks so much for coming back. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. But for everyone else out there who's new to the show, welcome. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. The table's a little empty right now, but it's a Sunday afternoon. I'm trying to stay out of trouble, if you don't mind. Had quite the weekend. Anyways, less about me, more about y'all. I'm sitting here today with some of Pittsburgh's finest, the one and only, a kid called God. Make some noise hey. for the internet. Thank you for having us. I really so, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, gentlemen? How you doing today? No, you know, we vibing. We liking this aesthetic, man. That was a dope intro. I felt like you were like going to spit a six. I felt like you spit a 16. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, you know, a little little bit of a spoken word vibe. right now. I I I have a cadence Uh, and a rhythm to it now. I've done it it so many times. This is probably episode, if I have to guess, maybe episode 343 or 344. So I've done this shit a lot of times. Professional. So... Introduce yourselves individually mm-hmm. and let's talk a little bit about what you guys do. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, I'm Baby Byron, one half of a kid called God, you know. And I'm Ashe Snefro, one half of a kid called God. You already know what it is, man. Skirt, skirt. Skirt. So, musicians living in the Pittsburgh area. Mm-hmm. Let's start at the start. Let's get the boring questions out of the way. Right, right. How long have you been doing it? And why do you want to start doing this hip hop? Right. Right, right. You want to take that <laughs> one? Yeah, take let's that. go with that one. I, um, well, I don't know. I, uh, I've been doing music for for a while. Uh, me and B, we knew each other since uh, since elementary school. Um, you know, but we 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 would rarely see each other. You know what I'm saying? Like for some strange reason, I would always see him like three years, like a, there was like a three year gap. Like I seen him in elementary school. We would we <laughs> was chilling. I didn't see him again until high school, and then I didn't see him again until three years after that. Um, and we we bumped into each other. We were both working security jobs. And uh, <laughs> nah, facts. People yeah, don't facts. believe that. <laughs> facts. Yeah, facts. We a security job. We, we were both working security facts. jobs. Yeah. And um, I was throwing parties in um, uh, shit at Pitt. And uh, he, um, I seen him one day and uh, came across the street. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm doing this music at Pitt. I showed him a video I had. And uh, he was like, dope. He was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Keep going, man. We should link. Woo-woo-wap. And I didn't see him again for like three years. I didn't see him again till like 2016 at a friend's studio. And then um, we linked there. And then, um, you know, uh, I called him that night and was like, yo, bro, you know, we played, we heard each other's music. And I just was like, yo, man, we should do this. Like, we should do a group. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, B's, B's one of those people that if you just asked him, He'll do, he'll do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? If he likes you and you just asked him, he'll, yeah. he'll do it. So he was like, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? He did it. And we made our first mixtape, uh, All Thanks to Drugs. And it's been on. It's been on ever since then. Yo, That's what's up. What about you, Bon? How'd you get started in all this hip-hop shit? Um, you know, I feel like I always was, like, involved with it just since it was, like, always around. You know, it was the music of my childhood. You know, it's always just around. But I feel like, uh, like, what my first introduction was probably... Seeing him, elementary. Now I ain't gonna say seeing him. But it's a story. It's a story. I just feel like I should say it since we brought up elementary. Um, uh, we was oh, in like damn. the court. We was in like the uh, the outside where uh, elementary where you go uh, play recess. dodge recess recess. Yeah, boom. So uh, the teacher keeps you know coming to him telling him to stop doing something or some you know I'm the gym teacher somebody keeps and I'm not seeing Ms. that Silver. first. Silver. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to see what he, what he keeps doing. I got to everybody laughing. So I look and he was doing um, Sir Mix-A-Lot's uh, Baby Got Back. <laughs> and he was humping, he was jaw humping the shit out of the air. <laughs> I mean, yo, he was like humping the shit out of it. So, um, but anyway, uh, so uh, I just seen him just be a performer. And I guess like seeing him do that and it was also hip hop, which is my first introduction. It was always something funny. But um, yeah, like you know, to what he said, you know, um, always came into seeing each other on and off throughout the years. Whether, uh, you know, um, you know, I'm a father. I mean, uh, my oldest is 11, so I had like a lot of things going on. Private, you know, my personal life that wouldn't I wasn't able to commit to nothing more than be a parent for real. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, as far as with music, uh, to his point, yeah, usually if if the type of person I am, you know, I, I, I like to, to help build things. You know, I like to be a part of things. Um, but his music was just so different and so, you know, unique that I thought it was just dope to, it was also a good idea to try. You know what I mean? No doubt. I think that there's something that it's harder to do in hip hop. And what I'm talking about is just actually like collaborate and learn to work with other people. Like you got a rock band, you know, there's five, six motherfuckers that all learn and right. how to vibe off and each other and they become better together from time to time. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Right. But a lot of times in hip hop, outside of like a feature here and there, mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't really get to work with somebody else on like a lot of material. And I feel mm-hmm. like it makes you grow and learn more as an artist when you're yeah, working, definitely. you know, right. exclusively with other people. Too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that, you know, the two of you working together, it put you outside of your comfort zone. You learned how to do some things and maybe just think about writing differently than you were when you were doing stuff individually. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that um, being in a group, um, it definitely accelerated my work, my work regimen. Um, Cause I never recorded this much music solo, um, you know, but, you know, like I said, when we're in a group, you know, we have an advantage over a lot of artists because we can record songs just m- more. Um, we can record more songs faster. Like yeah. I could go to the studio and do 10 songs. He can go to the studio and do 10 songs. And then we have 20 songs that we have done. Like, you know, all we got to do is just finish each other's leads. And then we have 20 songs in two sessions. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if if we were just solo artists for us to do 20 songs a piece would probably take a little bit more, more time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I mean, we're at a point, you know, we always, since we did AKCG, we always kept ourselves at a, at a high working regiment of pushing the limit. You know what I mean? Um, Cause that's what AKCG is for me. It's a, it's a school that I was able to learn. Cause I, I didn't do certain songs solo. You know, I didn't do experimental songs, singing songs, certain songs like that. You know what I mean? I did boom bap and a little bit of like some pop stuff, but more so boom bap rap. So this was like an opportunity for me to like grow. Um, and the benefits that came from it was, was really, really cool. So that's what's up. So now, you know, we're in 2020 in the past decade has been some of the craziest in terms of the evolution of what hip hop and rap and R&B, everything in that spectrum. It has changed Mm -hmm. so much in such a short period of time. And I'm curious about, you know, what your thoughts are on that. Because I imagine both of you probably got your start well over a decade ago, just whether it was actually recording or just fucking around. But you grew up through this change, Mm -hmm. you know, and there are some people that feel strongly about, you know, the way music is today. And some people were like, I'm down for whatever. I'm just happy to see it growing. What do the two of you feel about the culture in 2020? Man, you know, if I'm going to keep it real, I feel like um, if we're just talking about hip hop generally, yeah. um, hip hop is going to always have that commentary there. You know what I mean? At least from me being of a different generation, just looking back, you know, on my, uh, you know, predecessors or whatever, I learned that you know, it was always, ah, nah, this isn't music. Or it's not, it's like, it's like a reoccurring thing. You know what I mean? Um, Cause they said it started in like the, the, the parties and, you know, mm-hmm. in the, in the alleys and the club, you know, in the hood for real. So whatever the hood's going to make is, you know, is generally what hip hop's going to eventually transcend to, even if it gets commercialized, watered down, whatever they could put a you know name on it. And the hood people like to be flashy too. You know what I mean? If that's what people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People like to go out on Saturday, whether or not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mean? There's people that, you know, have arguably air quote made it, but they still mm-hmm. rep their hoods. They, mm-hmm. whether right. they're actually living there or not, you know, there's a, right. Right. there's a romantic, like something that's like, they romanticize it in a way. Right, right, right yeah. And, and I think what's cool about AKCG is that <laughs> a lot of people don't even think we're from Pittsburgh. Like, <laughs> that's very like a, a, right, a funny right. thing that's been right. musically, a, a, a ta- yeah, 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 musically music, attached yeah, yeah. to us since we've been doing music. You know what I mean? Um, because our sonics has been really different. You know what I mean? And I like to break Pittsburgh down. How how Pittsburgh work works musically in the scene here? I don't think people are really like people really understand like the different layers and the different um, pockets of like 
society and musicianship that exists here. So it kind of works like like this, like, you know, the top, like on the top level, you have like the trap artists, you know what I mean? That, you know, they're probably the most known or the most celebrated in the city. You know, you drive in, you might hear them on the radio and, you know, they, you might see them first, you know what I mean? And then they party at the same some of the same spots they maybe at the galaxy the one they're at the trappers they're at you know they're at certain spots right and then under them you have like where you would say probably me and br where we're with the skateboarders and the smokers so you know we're chilling at one up skate shop or outcast skate shop or um you know we're at the uh the spot on the uh on the south side and like we we know all the other musicians like that and then under rush you have like you know people that are just known for just rapping and cyphers and they're they're partying that you know boom concepts level up um you know spots like that and then you know you got the conscious people that are doing their thing mm -hmm. so it's just like right. you know it what makes akcg so unique is that we actually represent all of those levels of artistry you know what i'm saying we represent the street shit we represent the artist shit and it's together you know what yeah. i mean um and i think that how we kind of paint our narrative visually um it doesn't people think that we're just not from here but we're, we're we actually have like a i have a theater background b has a, a small theater background um so we just we just grew up loving film too so a lot of our videos are certain ways because you know we're we're big fans of you know different you know videographers and, and cinematographers that that come up um so you know pittsburgh's a great place to shoot films that's why a lot of people come to pittsburgh to do yeah, movies yeah, and they we call it the second hollywood yeah we wanted to take advantage of that and how we did our visuals and i think that because of that when we were released people just thought that we weren't here and we shoot in the hood or shoot at the park <laughs> or shoot at the yeah. same places that they walk past like right. every day you know what i mean we shoot in alleyways we shoot you know and to you your know. point too the thing is with pittsburgh rappers they use the same location Sure. They use the yeah, same. like I saw somebody use this, so yeah, I want to like shoot something there. Yeah, 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 so yeah, you'll yeah, see yeah. like the overlook probably. Well, the other thing too a lot. is yeah. a lot of these, like a lot of the people that are in different cultures, like a lot of like these bubbles, right? In like mm -hmm. different, but it's going to be the hip hop scene, the rock scene, whatever. Mm -hmm. There's like one or two people that have a camera. So everybody's video looks the same in that bubble. Because they all yeah. work with the same people. Right. And like yeah, a lot of yeah, people yeah, just don't nah. have their own ideas. And it's right. like, whatever, you know, like, right. oh, you did so-and-so's video. I want one that looks like that. And they're right. like, all right, whatever. Right. Throw a couple yeah. stacks in my hand and we'll just go Trash. to the same wall that we, yeah. we filmed this video at. And, right. And that's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty oh, much it. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's, that's just how it is. And if, you, and if you go to any video person that ever worked with us, they'll tell you that like, we push the limit. Like if you work with us and you're a videographer, like, you know, we're not, you're probably not going to shoot the same way you shot After. before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even the people that have worked with us, like it, you know, that you see their work before working with us and then their work while, you know, making the work that we've made together, it's different. And that's just because, and that's, yeah, go ahead, yeah, that's just because we, 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 we push it to that standard. We push it, but we also let them freestyle. We like to believe in like right. that creative right. collaboration. Yeah. Cause if, cause usually with like what you just point. said, people go to these directors with a copy and paste, like, oh, I want my video to look like so and so. Well, I guarantee you, a lot of those people's music's probably copy and paste too. Everything yeah, so about them probably a good is. Point. So, yeah, so point. it makes that's it makes it easier point. for the you know <laughs> yes, for the director you know to do that. Yeah. So when I think about it, when they come to us or we go to them per se, let's say that, um, um, and when we do, I notice a lot of the times they just like the experience of shooting because it's not always so serious even though we're serious mm -hmm. like real serious with it we have fun too we have fun if you're not having fun. fun why the fuck are you doing this right. that's true. life is way too stressful that's true, right. that's exactly. true. yeah I take it easy yeah, yeah. take it easy we do no yeah, and that's real and and i think that you know we you know you know we don't come from you know we're real that's when the artistry comes into play bro you know what i'm saying we're not rich out here you know what i'm saying we're you know we we had to make what we had look good. You know, we shoot outside a lot just because, yeah. you know, we, we can't afford the Warhol or the whatever. We would right. like to Warhol holla at us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I we'll guarantee you, Warhol, I guarantee you, <laughs> if you holla at up. us, the consumership will go up. But, um, facts. I think that, uh, I think that, uh, you know, um, that we always do kind of push the limit. And, you know, we, we want to, 
you know, we, we haven't had huge budgets, so we had to make what we had work, whether if it's in a room or outside near a tree, like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like we got to make that look good as best as we can. So over time, just practicing that we right. end up just getting better. You know, there was a lot of videos that we shot that didn't make like the cut, but that made us better. So the things that you do see is just off of like a lot of trial and error, you know what I mean? A lot of trial and error and you know, we just we just got better with, with this shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel that there's a thing that a lot of people are just they're afraid to fail or they're afraid to fuck up or they're afraid to waste their time. But an unfortunate situation in doing art is you're gonna fail, you're gonna fuck up. Mm -hmm. A lot of your time's gonna get wasted. That's but right. it's better to have this failure so you have something to learn from, you know, you fuck up the lighting in a video and now you know not to do that again mm -hmm. and the next time you're doing something you can correct it or if mm -hmm. somebody's shooting a video you could be like no you don't know what you're doing because we did this before and it was right. it looked like shit right. that goes with the same thing with recording too like yeah. i always encourage artists to learn at least how to record themselves so whenever they're working with an engineer they know if they're being fucking bamboozled or not mm -hmm. just understand how this stuff works a little bit Mm -hmm. Right, you yeah. know, because like yeah. I, I produce, I rap, I record on my own stuff. I hate recording my own stuff just because I just kind of want somebody else to push record so I can just get lost. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, there's been That's times weird. when I've been recording with other people, like if I'm at somebody else's place doing a feature or something, you know, and and this dude sucks at recording, you yeah. know, like <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. real. Nah, yeah. that's real. We always, we always yeah. have that ourselves. And we had, bro, when we when we did all things to drugs people played us like nobody <laughs> was like they liked it like and it was crazy bro it was really crazy and as an artist especially coming from a fan base with me where like i had like a small group of people kind of like fucking with my shit and then he had a fan we, base we do we do we do a tape that's dope i i felt like that tape was super dope clean um some of my yeah i was like yo this is like dope and um, the video was dope and we had fun doing it. So when we released it and people didn't see it the same way, it, it was a little disappointing and shocking to us because we had so much of a good time doing yeah. it. And then I think that we end up eventually coming back around and being like, well, well, fuck that. Let's just go back into our own world. <laughs> let's just keep making the, let's just keep having fun and doing what we were doing because we really, we really enjoyed it. And then we started getting, um, reached out from like people from like overseas and people from the industry that like that um you know that that wanted to reach out to Shout us. Shout out and, SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud really it, helped it really, us out a yeah, lot. Cuz on SoundCloud we um we released uh, all thanks to drugs like he said and that was in 2017 and um we released that on a uh, pretty much like 15 you know uh collaborative playlist on SoundCloud. And, um, All thanks to B. B's, a, B's the tech guy. B's the guy. <laughs> B's the guy you want to talk to with with, with, <laughs> with knowledge, networking, me, networking. marketing, just everything online, yeah. just everything online. Like I, you know, how to how to reach a certain part, a certain margin of people. How to get real consumership building with your your content. You know, that's one of the things that helped me with this whole thing because I didn't I didn't know a lot about that. So working with B, um, you know, helped me. Uh, you know, learn a lot about that because I, I didn't know I didn't know anything really about that for real. So that was dope. But go ahead, Gene. I oh, know I appreciate that. Yeah, and it, <clears throat> so he said like you know because having to do because nobody would do it for us because we wanted results but nobody would like kind of help us. <laughs> and I, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that that comes with a uh, lot of trial and error, like he was yeah. saying. So we just kept putting them into to uh, uh, these record pools and um the song uh, Insomnia. Uh, of all thanks to drugs was actually the one that shifted our not only put us into the fuck it mood but like really fuck it mood because when we seen the reaction a lot of people was having like in uh, like Amsterdam and like all these different places because SoundCloud community right. is, is far like you know what I'm saying right. so we're just reading the comments they were so sending be like, us fan art yeah from like for Switzerland certain songs and everything. And I didn't think like it was that. real yeah it was, I didn't it was think trippy. it was real but it was real it was it trippy was really and it was like because they thought we were bigger than what we were and mm -hmm. or whatever because of yeah. the way we made the, the the way the beats we were rapping over like how pop smoke raps over uh uk like kind of drill music mm -hmm. yeah i mean we were rapping over uh a lot of uh producers from out from the soundcloud community who had fan bases themselves over overseas over, yeah, overseas like we, we were getting production from people that were making 
trap music in Russia. So it sounds different. It sounds yeah, different. That's yeah. why our stuff sounds different because we had a lot of producers that we met online that were able to give us a sonic that mm -hmm. wasn't so regional. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, when we did our videos to the mute, that's why our, our videos look like that because the music sounds like that. You know, it doesn't sound too regional, but it's so much right. inspired by our region. You know what I'm saying? So it's a that's real. it's an interesting kind of dichotomy. It's a good fusion. I think that there's something to be said about the way all this ties together. All right. We know we're talking about the Pittsburgh scene. We're talking about dropping things and it not connecting with people. We're talking about connecting with people overseas. It's not so much a Pittsburgh problem. I think it's an American problem mm -hmm. where everybody that's in this culture is trying to be a rapper. Now there's no just fans of music anymore. Everybody's doing their own Thanks. thing. So whenever you release stuff, it's really hard to get people to give a shit because they're just trying to get their stuff out there. Right. right Whereas right. overseas, I feel like there are still a lot more people that are actually for the culture and interested in learning about new music. You know, That's real. I, you I know, feel like whenever I'm like releasing things and I'm showing stuff to people, it's like the majority of people that I know are doing their own shit. And I just feel mm -hmm. like they're like, oh, well. He did that. So like, whatever, like that's cool. And right. to your point, that's so ill because it is to go to what I was saying about the SoundCloud community because the SoundCloud community is majority musicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially there's not like, of course, a nice demographic get on there for like listening to people, but it's, you know, SoundCloud is also limited in its content. You know what I mean? Um, for mainstream music, I mean. So when you go there, it's like mostly producers. So most of our fan base originally started was from other producers, artists yeah. and producers. So our support system came from the music community yeah, and from other pockets around the world. Facts. And their fans that like their beats yeah, funneled that, into us. Facts. So it was like and, a domino effect. And, and we had to learn that because people now, I think even regionally, like are liking our music. Like even when I go out or I'm at, I went to the protest and I had three people, like three, four people come up to me like, yo, man, I seen your stuff. It's dope. It's da, 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 da. And what I learned was that. That means they identified them with a mask on. That, <laughs> that's how you know the music's real. And, and that's a really good point. And Facts. two, I think that what I learned in this whole process, because it's been hard. It's been a hard process, bro. Like it's been, what it felt, what it feels like is it feels like every time we like kind of build <laughs> this like domino building like it just mm. falls and yeah. we gotta rebuild it up right. again but i think that what i learned from Why this process what i learned from this process was that if your shit comes out and people says it sucks you're doing a good job absolutely because absolutely. because whatever's innovative or has a futuristic aspect to it it's not supposed to be so easily accepted because if people can identify what it is so easily then it's probably not as innovative innovative as you think it is yeah. so when right. so when people were saying they didn't understand what we were doing that's that was really i end up learning that was more proof that oh no we're really doing what we need to be doing you know what i mean mm -hmm. I, I i because before i just thought that if you dropped it and people didn't say man I, i'm feeling that that you really weren't doing anything spot on but it's, it's really the opposite you know yeah, yeah, in a lot of cases. You look at all the top 10 rappers now, or just in history. Oh, they Eminem, all have haters. Eminem, mm -hmm. you start with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Technically was not supposed to make it to be Eminem, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the people say, oh, I just can't see this working. You right. know what I mean? Then, so on with Drake, ah, I can't see this working. Right. <laughs> yeah. Lil Wayne from right. transitional to, you know, it, I can't right. see it working. Kanye, you right. know what I mean? It goes on and on. And that's and Then their stories is deep. And that's why I think like, the Wiz Khalifa story is so amazing because when he came out, I don't think anybody really was like, man, like I see him going for, you know what I mean? He had to make a lot of people believers because he was rapping on beats that were different. He was doing a lot of things that were different. So yeah. it's like, you know, from Pittsburgh, we come from like having to prove ourselves, even Mac, like, you know. Yeah, shout out Mac. Mac, Mac, you yeah, know. Facts. People, people were sleeping on Mac, Mac. And, 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 and Mac came out and really had to prove himself. You know what I mean? He has some of the best musician, musicians around him and you don't just get that. You know, you can't just buy that. Like well, they the have, other thing too is he was really... a phenomenal musician himself. Exactly. And he could actually exactly. spit too. He could rap. Actually, before we leave here, can you play, uh, it's, it's not a spitting song, but Knock Knock. Oh, the, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. joint? 
Gotta gotta play yeah, that knock, for my knock man. Was <laughs> yeah, play that for my man's is an RIP because that joint's a good wake yeah. up song. He was kill. He was he was doing he was doing his thing, man. And that's vintage Mac. Mm-hmm. That's vintage Mac. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's two there's two points I want to bring up. The one being about people not feeling your shit. And I've always been a very strong believer. Like whenever I upload a video, if I upload a track on YouTube or something, and I get like one shitty comment, I'm like, all right, good, let's go, let's keep it going, Just because I know like. The worst thing in the world is to release something and have nobody say nothing at all. Like your shit is so boring that nobody even wants to say they hate it or they like it. (laughs) Like I'd rather somebody tell if if I can make somebody upset enough that they leave a comment like this sucks. I'm like, all right, there's going to be somebody else that loves this. I guarantee you. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, one thing he told me one time was just the realest. uh, It was a long time ago. He told me this, but uh, it was like, uh, if you pay attention to what people promote faster, it's like you made a caption saying uh, nicest or hottest verse or or he killed it or you know something complimentary or whatever. People's gonna be like, ah, I'm probably not gonna play it. But you say it's gonna be trash or if you put that oh, after the title, yeah, yeah. Or you say it's gonna be funny or something along those lines or it's a joke or ah, oh, he's garbage. If you just make it like he's just whatever terrible, people will click on him. Yo, that's like America's Got Talent. Nobody watches that show to see people sing good. I right. definitely do not. <laughs> right. I definitely right. do not. Exactly. Everybody loves a train wreck. I used exactly. to just watch it for Paula Abdul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Straight Paula. up. <laughs> Shout out Paula. Paula. Yo, that's okay. so funny. But yeah, but that's the thing is there's been plenty of artists that I've heard were like Oh, this is terrible, horrible. And then I listen to it. I'm like, I'm actually fucking Let's with this. Let's do an experiment. <laughs> Let's do an experiment. Put uh, like $50 on an Instagram ad with that caption. Just make it seem oh, like yeah. it's the worst. Mm-hmm. And then have a continue watch or push oh, it and see, and see what happens. It's going I up. promise you, people will like, will make that run up the numbers. I promise you. That's, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost going. proven. Oh, it's going absolutely. Going. It's almost proven. Absolutely. People gravitate towards negativity in right. any opportunity. They want to point mm-hmm. to just say they want. Yeah. They like to look for imperfections. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. No, nobody likes when things are going well. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's one of the reasons why um, I kind of like uh, like Kanye's process. You know what I'm saying? As far as like his creative process, because he's able to show us like what the real process looks like, like. You know, because sometimes like, it's a little too much. It, you know, it is. It is. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I think, but but I think you get to, he, he needs to keep some things to himself. Yeah, sometimes he's like, you need a <laughs> he, he does, but but conceptually, that's what it really looks like. Because sure. usually, usually, as an artist, you your finished product comes out when it's perfect. He he actually shows you like, oh no, you could be a genius and still be off yeah. because because that's what great artists do. Like to get to that good point, you're probably off a lot. I think he just shows more that he's off. <laughs> he I mean, shows the I process. Think we pay of, attention more yeah, to I, him being off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it just shows how elevated he is that he could be that off the chain, and people were still like, all right. Like people won't fuck with him for a couple of days, and then he puts right. out a song like, "All right, whatever." What did he do last week? I forgot. I don't care. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like time. Mace. He's like Mace. <laughs> he's like Mace. He can come and go when he wants. It, yeah. yeah the other thing, Mace I is to, the only rapper that can do that. Yeah, that's real. The other Sad. thing I wanted to bring up that we were talking about, uh, especially with Wiz Khalifa and Mac, is the power of having a team behind you. And I think the thing with both of them is that they just had phenomenal people behind them that really, for whatever reason, gave a shit about what they were doing. I mean, they were good at what they did. That's why they gave a shit about it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, they picked them and they just pushed them and it Mm -hmm. worked. You know, it's that's the other thing that's super interesting to me about a lot of people in the hip hop world versus the rock world. Because I also play in a rock band and it's it's pretty separated from my life in the hip hop world. Okay. But the way rock bands operate and the way a lot of people in the hip hop world operate are so different Mm -hmm. because you'll have, you know, like a solo artist or maybe like a duo and then you'll have a manager and you'll have people around and you'll have like somebody, sometimes, Oh, somebody that's in charge of your Instagram, someone that's in charge of making sure, you know, you guys look good in videos, Mm -hmm. cinematographers, Mm -hmm. all, you know, like teams, yeah. Every rapper that I usually have on this show has a team with them, mm-hmm. but rock bands, it's like four or five dudes and just like, oh, well, you know, we're figuring it out. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Like they, mm-hmm. they don't think, they don't think the about team. the publicist. They mm-hmm. don't think about the manager. If they do, you know, some do, but mm-hmm. it's so much more common. And I'm curious, like where, 
you're coming from in terms of this? Does it just seem like it's something that you absolutely have to do for you is to have these things? Is it like not even a question? In regards to what? Like having... Um, to, to being, to taking it to the next step. Because there's a lot of rock bands that feel like they don't need it. But do you feel like you could do this 100% independently? Oh, oh and, and I just want to add on, man, we started AKCG. You know, we have a team now. And I'm sure as we start to grow, our team will grow. But we started from nothing. Gee. We, sure. started, we started from the real trenches, you know, not eating, not sleeping, you know, sleeping on floors, couches, living with crazy people <laughs> to just pay for studio time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, And eventually, eventually, you know, people came on. And I remember B telling me like, man, I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? Like our, our brother Buck and, you know, him and other people in our team. And and I remember thinking to myself, not, not I didn't say it to him, but I remember thinking to myself, B, they're not going to be with us. This is too hard. <laughs> what we're going through is too crazy. They would have to be a little wild to want to stick this thing out because this, this takes a lot of digging deep, but they stayed down. You know what I mean? They stayed down and they helped and they... They gave us a lot of like support, you know what I'm saying? So we could be able to do more things. And um, now the things that we wanted to have that we didn't have before, now like we have those things. We don't have everything that like, you know what I'm saying, we we want, but they're coming to us. And that's what I learned about, I think this process, especially from B, is that like, we don't want it fast. You know what I mean? We don't want it fast. Like, you know, the, as slow as it needs to be, it's not going nowhere when we get it. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've heard a lot of people say, oh man, like, man, you guys should be doing, you know, these concerts and you guys should be doing, you guys are so good. You And it's just like, we're getting, we're going there. Yeah. We're going, we're yeah. not in a rush. <laughs> we're going We there. also just like to do it. That's an, in a nutshell, we also just like to do it. If Facts. you know what I mean, at the end of Facts. the day, yeah. it's I, like hip hop. So. A lot of, a lot of people just have, especially people that aren't, in it you know just friends family people that you know they have no idea like the level of bullshit that we have to go through even just to get on you know some little show at a skate shop no nah, you know it's, it's, oh man like yeah. organizing that stuff is crazy yeah, and a lot serious. of people just don't i mean i wish that this world worked the way that they thought it did mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it doesn't but it's a survival of the fittest thing and I think that the thing it seems that you two have that a lot of people don't is just like a genuine passion for it. Like you actually give a fuck about what you're doing. And whenever people are asking me about like, yo, like I want to start making beats. I want to start a podcast. I want right. to paint. I want, you know, whatever. Like you got mm. some tips. I'm like, do you give a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, like really? Right, do right. you? Like if you, you really gave, like, if you really gave a fuck, you wouldn't have to ask me what you need right. to do. You would just be doing it. Facts. Okay. Like somebody said, like the, the, like the, most, <laughs> cliche, <laughs> the most cliche shit is, that would you do it if you didn't get paid for it? And I think, yeah. Hell yeah. I think rap is, is I think, yeah. Hell I think yeah. it's just one of those things. Like, even if I didn't get paid for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So. I mean, the other thing too is like, especially when you're starting out, you know, stage time is stage time. Right. And you need that experience, especially in the world of hip hop, because, you know, rock bands can practice in a basement by themselves for, you know, a yeah. year straight. Yeah. You know, come out when's the last the time you just stood down in the basement and rapped to yourself? Right. Do you, do you practice ever? Or is stage time your practice? Is the studio your practice? If that's the only practice you got, you better Man. be on a stage and in the studio as much as possible. Otherwise, right. Right. you're not going to. Hone those chops. I'm gonna let him answer this one because he's he's because you know why because because I'm gonna tell you hey, this. Listen, no, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> All right, man. The reason why you know it's it's funny you said because um uh when I when I uh got with a uh I shade a dude a kid called God um I never did a show before you know um if I did do a show it wasn't I wasn't the performer I might have just been on stage. With you know the crew, I might have been just add on, yeah, for aesthetics. Cause that's part of uh -huh. hip hop, yeah, yep. entourage. But um, so when I got with him, he was showing me so much about performing that I thought was just like, I just never thought about it. Cause you know when you watch it, like when you watch it, it just looks so easy. Like yeah, I mean for real, it just looks like uh, you know yeah, anybody can lungs. do it. Lungs also <laughs> also focus. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Focus is one of the biggest things because. 
like it's not even the fact like even if you don't have stage fright even if it's not that but focus to matter of fact to pay attention that you're juggling your words your body language and making sure that you're in acquaintance with the mic not mm-hmm. getting it you know bad receipt. there's so much going on at one time that probably a consumer is not thinking controlling the crowd yeah and if you got a cord like I mean there's yeah. so much things yeah, that people lot. aren't considering when you do a, a, a live show so um, these are things that we used to uh, do in his uh, uh, prep for even in a living room yeah, at his crib yeah. at his apartment um, back in the uh, G or you know wherever we'd be at like if we in an alleyway after mm-hmm. doing a video shoot Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We grab phones and we'd be doing stuff. Yeah. I got uh, outside of uh, uh, uh he said uh, earlier in the interview he said about Nels, the dude that we uh, linked up with. We did a whole concert, me and him, in the out in like the parking lot. Me, him, and like you oh, know a couple yeah, other yeah, yeah, just yeah, to get yeah, through yeah. the songs to know what we. Yeah. So he's always performing, and then us being in a group goes back to what we were saying earlier. You're always. In a way, performing because yeah. you're always yeah. trying to and, uh, whatever. And, and we and we and you know, and me performing. I've been performing since I was 14, but it's different if you solo. But like you know, I'm in a group with him, and B's a little bigger. He's bigger than me, so if we don't have strays, <laughs> if we bumping into each other, I'm yeah. flying. He's he's over here, like uh, you know what I'm saying. Like I can't. Like we got to like. Be coordinated, but that 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 was easy. That was like easy. He took a direction really well. Yeah, we you just have to really quick. Like, you just got to think about it and do it and hone it. You know, the more practice you get, the better you're gonna be. But you know, it is very. Obvious I guess it depends on what your goal is too. Because I think what it is too is a lot of people don't know a rap show is it can also be the most watered down show too. Like for real. Meaning like you could just come and let the music plan yeah. or whatever and you can just be doing anything just because you're popular because the song's good or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hip- these things are different in a band. Fact. You know what I mean? And, and hip hop performers, I think, and, and this is one thing I think, I think hip hop fans like or just fans that's coming to a show, they want to see a good show. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they don't want to you know, be told to put their hands in the air all night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, and they don't wanted, to wave them. Yeah, like... Like what? <laughs> like <laughs> like they, he just... Does. They want to they wanna come to a good show, yeah, bro. Like, I have such a pet peeve with, like, people that are always like, yo, come on, get up, put your hands in the air, make some... Like, right, right, so right, how God desperate damn. are you? Everyone's just annoyed right now. Yeah, you know, am I performing or are you... Yeah, yeah, we talk about piss before we even get off this. Uh, shout out to... Uh, uh, BB Guns, the rap group BB yeah, Guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I, they came to one of our shows one time and um, uh, just gave great advice, you know what I mean, about, you know, sharing group advice. You know, when you're another group and the advice that they give and they do great shows. Yeah. So it was just something, listen, to, uh, that's another thing, Pittsburgh, we need to, to do more. Those just small awesome. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, th- I think they may be on some sort of like a hiatus or something. I don't know what those guys are doing. I haven't heard from them in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the guests that have been on this show more than any other people. They've been on the show like four times. Mm-hmm. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah, they're they're dope. yeah. They're dope. yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know what they've been up to, but I don't blame them. You know, maybe yeah, this is know. a good year for a mental break. Quarantine, but, pandemic, yeah. pandemic. Uh, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say? We were talking about, uh, Damn. Brain farted. She brought up BB guns. I was like, shit, I haven't thought of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when like you're God war. when you're on a stage and you're learning how to work with each other, it's really important, especially on this. This is what I was going to say. It's even harder on our level because a lot of people that we're bringing out to shows, when you're telling them they're going to a show, they're probably thinking like, oh, you know, the last show they saw was, you know, mm. uh, you know, Drake at Console Energy <laughs> yeah. Center or something, right? Right, yeah, like, right. You know, you're yeah. bringing them to one up skate shop, <laughs> right? So, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't got the <laughs> lights and all the big production, you know what I mean? No, like, that's real. you know, Drake could just stand in one spot and rap, and there's all these lights and shit. And this is a good show. The it's PA yeah, yeah. sounds great, and then they got the big screen. Yeah, but yeah, you, mm-hmm. you're in like you know, you take them to some. Mm-hmm. little club that has like you know mm-hmm. one and a half working speakers I, with no lights you better you, be I good think, I just think, yeah. controlling and, the and crowd you, without you, that shit and you still gotta put on a dope ass yeah. show you know what it's I mean a, you it's still, possible yeah you still you still oh, gotta like gotta put gotta come out and, and give everything and to be honest like you um you know if if the energy the energy is coming from the performers so it's like hey if they can see you and they can hear you properly 
then that's all you need. You know what I'm saying? That's really all you need to put on a good show. Um, cause that's, that's where it starts from. So, you know, um, you know, I, yeah, that's, that's, that's just my advice, you know, to every artist that's coming out. It's just like, Hey man, do your best to like, you know, connect with the people yeah. and express yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what and, I'm saying? And the one thing I will add to that is that if, if it sounds bad, if you're not feeling it, if you're in a shitty mood, don't let the audience see that. Mm -hmm. Suck it up. Act like you're having fun. Keep the confidence because as soon as that breaks, the people could tell that you're not feeling yourself. They're not oh, going to feel man. you. And most people are not going to give you a second chance. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, never, never let them see you sweat. Never. <laughs> yeah, that's right. the other problem too right. with being on this level. It's like every show you play, you're making first impressions because mm -hmm. you're always playing in front of new people. They you are, really right. don't give a shit about you. No. You know what I mean? Generally, it's not like yeah. you know, we're no, not no Kanye. We can't genuinely. Right. You, know, you yeah. can't walk out wearing some goofy hat and expect people to forgive you a couple days later. Right. You know, we're just right. not in that realm. Right. right. Not it's yet. <laughs> Eventually we will be. We'll, right. we'll, we'll but, uh, come out in yeah. a bathrobe and uh yeah. in gold chains and just rap and it's coming. And on, yeah. and on it's Good coming. Morning America. It's coming. You know what I mean? You know. So until then, you know, it's just jiggy, you know, small little hole in the walls. And mm -hmm. we cool with that. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, because cool, you know, you know what? That's like honestly where like most of like the real culture is. Yeah, a lot of the time, yeah. those big shows, you know, those are they're people that like listen to music like wallpaper, and they, which is cool. But it's just like you know, they have their mm -hmm. their top ten Spotify artist playlist, and that's the only music that exists to them. Mm, yeah, like if you're right. not on that playlist, <laughs> you're not a real artist. Right. So right. it's really hard to connect with those people. And, right. and the people that are doing those big stadiums, I mean, they're doing them for a reason. Like they've they've probably done a lot of small shows. Like oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and like Man. booked, you know, did a lot of like shows for people. Yeah, I, I I played with Wiz Khalifa and Mac Miller at the Irish Center. Mm -hmm. You know that building yeah, that's yeah, on the side of the Squirrel Hill yeah. fucking tunnels? Yeah. yeah, I played with Wiz Khalifa there. Yeah. There. Yeah. Wavy. It's, you know, <laughs> I mean, that was like 12 it, years ago, but it happened. It's, 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 so yeah, they do start out playing, you know. That's that's where, I mean, I mean that's where you, if you want a real fan base, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you don't want to get signed, and then that record doesn't pop, and then like it's it's bad, and then nobody's calling your phone, it's just because, you know, the real fans still exist and if you don't really have them there's going to be a point where you know if you're not houdini if you're not perfect then like you know you're going to need them you know they're, you're, they're, yeah. you're going to need them when you don't have that number one smash yeah. and you need that support and if you don't have them it's going to show yeah chase the fan don't chase the, the chase the, uh the fan not the label that's what a lot wow. of artists you know chase the chase yeah. as many fans as you can and try to be as uh personable as you can with whoever likes your music yeah never doesn't just leave it alone there's no there's no excuse right now to not try to remain as independent as you can especially when it comes to labels because most of the stuff that labels could offer artists you know we all have here now you know distribution right. access to people the most of the stuff with labels is just like it's clout so a lot of times if you're trying to email you know, a big blog or a big magazine, you know, they're probably not going to open an email from you, but they might open emails from like a entertainment agency that they work with, you know, that yeah, pays them party. money to open up their emails mm -hmm. from their clients. So that really but goes back to money more yeah, than anything. Yeah. It's a money if factor. If you have more enough money, mm -hmm. yeah, you can, yeah, that they you open up doors. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, you know, we've met, we've had the chance to meet, especially in the last year or so, some like cool people in the, in the, in the, uh, in the industry. You know what I mean? We, we, we had a meeting over at Warner um, earlier last year, um, you know, we met some cool people, but we see the system too. You know, we've seen a lot of, a lot of artists, um, you know, they come in those rooms and, you know, they meet at, with those A&Rs and you know what I mean? They like, you know, it's, it's, it's much more sometimes than, than just a meeting. You know what I mean? Like when we talk about gaining that consumership, cause that's what they want to see. Cause, cause as much as independent, as independent as people want to be, that doesn't mean that you still don't do partnerships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can be independent, still own your publishers, still do what you do. But you know, that doesn't mean that you're not going to partner with them for touring or yeah, partner there's, there's, with them for marketing. Yeah, you, you know? need to, you can't manage all that stuff. Yeah. Yourself. I mean, it's just, and, you know, also to that point is a lot of things, uh, the artist community fails to realize is it is, um, an industry. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a business. So he's a, have, he's a pro, he's a perfect, he could teach a class on, the music industry but go ahead <laughs> no go it's ahead, just go something ahead. that you gotta take into account because i know um i i, I like to use this example a lot with little uzi vert he had a 
think Exo Tour Life did like uh made like three million dollars. I'll just say paraphrase, you know, an estimate or whatever. Three million dollars, and he only uh, made like nine hundred thousand or something. Seems about right. <laughs> so some people, it's something. A lot of people would laugh, and a lot of people would try to understand the the math on that, or try to understand. But if you have a record company of five hundred people to three to maybe even thirty people, let's just say thirty people, that has to do a job of a quarterly campaign to promote that project. How much would it cost to have them call radio stations, post for blogs, um, do the television networking for behind the scenes, or just track keeping for the record in general? You know, these people don't need paid is what the artist community kind of says. When you join a major company, if you want to be independent and be able to manage all these factors that you would like to be famous, I mean, fame, because that's really what, if you want to be signed to a major, you want to be famous. That's just, that's just generally what it would be because you could be rich, but you have to be rich with partners. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, you can't expect 80% of the pie if you didn't come with 80% of the money. You yeah. came with the talent, you came with the product. It'd be like saying, okay, you came with the manuscript on how to make the car or the, the man, you know, the prototype. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm the one that's going to make it and distribute it not just now, but continuously. Market oh, yeah. it, tour Continuously. It. But then yeah. you're going to come back to me because I drew up the idea and I'm going to get 85% because I, I came up with the idea. Sure. Which I get if you know if you got money, but if you don't have money to even talk like that, but you're going to have mm -hmm. me do all this labor for you and not get paid doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a, what, like owning a restaurant, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. are you going to own a restaurant be, be the hostess, be the janitor, be the bartender, be the cook, right. be the social media person, be the manager, be exactly. the bookkeeper, write exactly. the crazy. checks. Exactly. Go crazy. So then, for the artist community crazy. out there, ask yourself, <laughs> you're gonna go the crazy. question is, do you want to be famous or do you just want to work on your, your music and just let that be your general yeah, thing? If this is a restaurant, you know, are you the chef? Right. Or are you the manager? Or are you the, hats to wear. What are you doing? Yeah. And, and, and and the reason why you go to the labels to do that is because at that moment in time, you don't have enough money to outsource that that or management. Or you wouldn't be talking to Or you them. wouldn't be going over <laughs> you there. You know what I'm saying? There. Now, when you got the money to do that, you can go and do that. But right. but but when you don't, you have to know, you know, this is chess. It ain't it ain't checkers, man. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. if you're playing for the long term. And that's why I respect Speaking to Uzi, speaking to everybody out there, that's why I respect any artist in the game that's still here and that's still proven to be innovative because I'm telling you, the music industry is not, if you don't know it, they ain't going to tell you. Now, if you know it, if you know what you need to know, they can, they, can, they can partner with you and assist with you. But if you don't know what's going on, nobody's going to tell you what's going on. And, you know, um, for the long term, I respect all these artists in there because you really have to be smart. Like to be in the game and to, yeah. to keep going in the game. Oh no, like you're not right. You have to be smart. Like even as yeah. dumb as some of the people around you the, or the people One around the you, Either you yourself or, or the, the people, people around, around you. you, which is few, few people have good people around them. No, but, they but, have smart people. Good people, maybe yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, right, smart right, right. people. Right. Smart people with them, but good <laughs> got, people. Yeah, few people long, have smart, not. few people have really good, smart people around them. Right. But, but for the most part, if you don't know the game, Ain't nobody gonna tell it to you. So the people that really do are innovative in the game, they really, they really, they really got something a little different. Yeah. I think so. that there's just an unfortunate reality where it's kind of like, I, you know, my I'm all about contributing to the culture and collaborating with people doing these podcasts. You know, I mean, I've recorded almost yeah, 350 yeah. of these fucking things. So it's so, like, you know, this is my I love I love meeting Hello. people. Chopping it up with other artists, trying to figure this out because mm -hmm. like usually the people that come on here and want to sit down and talk for an hour about this shit are people that do care. They right. really care. And that's the kind of people that I want to be around, even if they're not on my team. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we're not on each other's teams, but we're on a broad team of just being independent artists, just trying to right. do what we love. Right. So it's cool to just be around those people and surround myself with people that give a shit. So right. it's real easy to surround yourself with people that are just negative. Right. Yeah. You can get right. really you caught in get that nowhere. bubble. You wouldn't right. get nowhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th those bubbles do exist. And, dude. And, and that's why you, I think you want this process to be so authentic as you can, because 
if you don't have a certain program that you're running before everything's successful, when things get successful, it could get worse for you. Yeah, if you, if you, if, if you yeah. don't, it could get real. You could go, you could lose your mind. That's what artists do. You know, yeah. they, they lose their mind. I mean, you're you're speaking to people every day who don't treat you regularly. Like mm-hmm. they treat you not as a person because they don't kind of see you as a person. Yeah. So like, yeah. if you're not, if if you don't have a program together to combat that in some sort of way and prepare for that, then you can really have some issues. So that's, that's the cool thing about kind of um, being in a group because we are each other's support system, but also, you know, through our hard work um, efforts that we've had so far, because we've had to work probably a little bit more harder than maybe certain artists for other regions. Cause we don't live in a media capital city. So, you yeah. know, we, we have to kind of put in, you know, three to four times the work than if we were living in other places. And what that did to help us is now that when success does come, you know, we're not going to be too tempted to try to go cop a Ferrari. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had to choose studio time or noodles. I chose studio time. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it. Like, it's like, that's in my DNA. Like, you know what I mean? So if you don't Mm -hmm. have that with you, when the money comes, then you know, Lost cost it's gonna be. It's gonna be. <laughs> you know, you know. You're probably not gonna be there for too long. Yeah, it's everything is temporary. Nothing's permanent, and mm-hmm. a lot of people. It's really easy, especially if you know you come from, you know, lower means. You know, like I grew up in Wilkinsburg. I didn't come from a whole He's lot, sad. so like right. I very much. You know, I remember like the first time I got a job as a key manager at Blockbuster Video. I mean, this was like 2002. <laughs> I was making like seven fifty an hour. But like, I, I felt like my seven fifty an hour was like so much to me. Or, you know, I remember my first paycheck going down to the waterfront, you know, buying myself some stuff from Marshall's because I thought I was like, you yeah, know, living it. Yeah. But like, was the and I still have that mentality because, you know, I understand it's like, you know, okay, maybe I have a couple stacks now. Great. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just have that forever in case some shit happens or if i want to take my girl out do something nice mm-hmm. that kind of simple shit like what the fuck do i need right all this i mean granted we're sitting in a room with a bunch of dumb action figures and shit but this is just things that right. i've accumulated i've never right. like spent a lot of money on that one ma- thing at, as like, as with the exception of music equipment and like this stuff but that i men- need this stuff this is like right. i love this stuff that, men- that mentality is very wealthy that's a very wealthy mentality is really rich yeah. because that's how you keep your sanity. Yeah. I don't want to be successful and go crazy. I want to I want to <laughs> keep my success and have my sanity. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's 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 something that, you know, you really have to work hard to do. And I'm glad that, you know, us making a lot of this work has pushed our mental buttons like you know what i'm saying it's it's taken us there and yeah. we've had to practice it should. to keep that sanity. So, I feel like that's been a good thing because it's not going to get easier as it no. as it goes. Once no. you start getting yeah. paid for it, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it gets different. It gets different. A wise yeah. man once said, "Mo money, mo problems." Yes, <laughs> right. The, uh, the, the and I'll tell you this, dude. I, I mean, I've I've never had somebody throw a million dollars at me. Who knows what the fuck I would do? I might end up with a roller coaster in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't. Ah, it's really hard. You never know what would happen. Right, right. It's real easy to be like, you know. I wouldn't go off the rails, but yeah, it's, hard. Know, it's, it's, it's always, hard. it's always Bro. easy to say what you would because do also just when, that when you put, when you put yourself in that environment, yeah. then we're talking about the people around you. The mm, people right. that are around you are going to start to change and trying to control that environment mm. around you. While people are like, yo, here, have this, have this, right. do this, do this. Davey, like, Davey Dave just said, he was like, he was like, he was like, man, I'm glad I got authentic relationships because he was like, before the pandemic, you think those those all those uh club owners were calling me just cuz or calling me now hell no they can't make no money off of me they're not calling me now <laughs> that's a real that's real. real like they're not that's if they real. can't make no bread off you they're not they're not like calling you they're not checking yeah, to make sure your dead. health your mental health the club the the club owners not checking to see if your mental health is okay like nah, no like, it's over for that can you perform we want songs immediately we want songs and shows immediately now yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One day die consuming once the entertainment. Yeah, I mean? yeah. I've been like trying real, real hard. If I just think of someone, like if I'm like, doing nothing, like, oh man, I haven't thought of Nick in a minute. Just like shoot him a text, like, yo, how you been? Like right. really trying to check in with right. people recently just because like I don't know. I don't spend a whole lot of time on 
social media these days aside from like yo here's a podcast and i just like run away you know right, i'm not right, trying right, to like get right, lost right, in it yeah, but like right. i don't, don't know really how anybody's doing either, yeah. i just don't know how anybody's doing so yeah. but it seems like a lot of people were just kind of in their own thing but it's cool to check in with people and and i feel like that's what makes akcg again really really different is because you know we haven't been so like you know we're, we're posting content we post work up and we're going to continue to post more more work up um authentic work too but um, you know, we, you know, we we want our work to speak for itself. And I think that's one of the things of people trying to figure out if we were from Pittsburgh or not. Cause we, you know, we're not we're not yelling where we're from all like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you if you watch our if you watch our look at our um our album our mixtape covers, you can see about our region, you know, some of the things that we speak about, some of our yeah, slang. Yeah. It's in the music, but you know, we don't, we're not just like kind of shouting that we're from Pittsburgh like that. And, and, and yeah, not to say that going to the overlook to yell it to the city. Yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? And not to say that for artists that want to do that, go do that. Like, you know what I mean? We, we support that yeah, too. Rep it, rep, rep it, rep it hard. You know what I'm saying? Black um, you know, we just, we're, we're just the kind of artist that moves in this way. It just fits. Yeah. I who mean, we are, you know, you know I, I, I love Pittsburgh. I grew up here. I'm not going to write a song about it. You know, I love Permanis. I'm not writing a song about a double egg and cheese anytime soon. Right. Although maybe I should. That might be the one that pops off. It might. To be it, it just might. It, it might just be. Might. It's, it's always it the dumbest shit. Yeah, yeah. It might. <laughs> it might. My life. Yeah, and I got the perfect person to throw on. I would throw on a uh, Nav Keen. He's a nah, part of God. Yeah, he's a part. He's a part of our squad, and he just loves Permani, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he, would, he, would, he would give you the best verse nah, ever in life Pernanis. if you did a song about that. I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna make that work. I'm gonna let you listen to some of the music too. Permani, I think you like we this need music. to check Permani. We need it. We need to talk. We need to sit down, man. We yeah, can do a up, lot man? of things, yeah. man. Yeah. Partnerships. Can we get a Can we get a sandwich? If yeah, we can something? get an AKCG sandwich, my life. Holla, thanks. Yeah. Let's get that in the works. We can get that in the works. I think we can get that in the works. Let's get Let's that do in the works. Let's do yeah. that. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's Thanks. real. You know, Thanks. a lot of uh, a lot of people were always talking to me and it's like, you know, I don't know how you do so much or how you have the time to do all this shit. And I'm like, it's two things. One, you know, I don't watch. Actually, no, I do still watch a lot of Netflix, but I just like, right. I just do shit. And the other thing too, is I feel like maybe you guys can relate with this too. It's like, I'm putting out a lot of content, but just because I put out something this week doesn't mean I did it this week. You know, like yeah. I'm thinking now Thanks. about like I'm planning videos I'm not going to release for four or five months now mm -hmm. and just in this constant Word, groove yeah. of like, you know, filming, editing, doing stuff behind the scenes. That so takes, it always looks like takes, you're consistent. That takes that you that you know your craft. And when you know your craft, you could do that. Yeah. You could just bounce in and out of it. Now's to, the best time you know? to be doing that since there's really not any shows Listen. or anything. Like, yeah, stock real. up. That's Listen, real. Our studio, our, our, um, our, our engineer, he thought we were foolish for recording so much music that we did. <laughs> until, this is before until, quarantine. This is before quarantine. And then he, he, and then he was like, wow. They might be geniuses because we stay <laughs> we stay six to eight months ahead yeah. of our hey. con. Like we always record. Like right now, we're 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 three to four projects ahead. Like right. we're we're almost we're we're like in album mode, but we already got enough material for like two three tens. We're working. We're, we're dropping probably we're dropping two more projects yeah. before the end of the year. So yeah, November. You know, so it's like it's like you know when you stay. <clears throat> Six to eight months ahead of your catalog. I feel like every artist. And by the way, do that. I got a name job. Who who that is? That's DJ Soy Sauce Soy and Tough Sizzle. Sound Recordings. White Jesus. Yeah, White Jesus. The I'll dude look. who said that we that oh man, you know what? I think y'all doing too much because we used to come <laughs> to the studio and on average, like we and I'm not even dramatizing this. I got witnesses. It's just somebody wants to pull him <laughs> in here, but we would come in. We we would go to a session and we do like a three to four hour block. And in that three to four hour block, we do like uh, 12, maybe 14 songs or something along those lines. And then sometimes it's more, but it depends on the work speed of soy. But soy is actually very fast. So mm -hmm. him being accustomed to actually not even say accustomed to, he actually helped develop mm -hmm. our, uh, sound. Our, sound yeah, our sound because we've been just recording exclusively uh, with him for, uh, well, he's been recording with him for a longer than uh than me myself um but let's just say as akcg 2016 about four almost four years about four years yeah as a as yeah as all, all three of us working on music so we have a, a relationship where i i don't have to say the mix initially of what i want i would just 
you know, go lay down a raw vocal and then I might not have a mixer that day. He'll just send it to me a couple of days later. It'll sound yeah, he's great. almost near like exactly what I was thinking in my head. He's it's really not great. better. So that's why we leave room for the collaboration because the one thing that he said with us was like, well, she, y'all just want to do anything. So I'm just going to throw anything on you. That's how he, that's how originally, <laughs> that's how originally it started. Cause when we, like he said in the beginning, we wanted to experiment like with how we did music Him coming from boom bap and me prior was more so just on, um, just street music, you know, whatever locally type stuff, but also in a different way for how I made it. So we just made like a, a fusion, but Without soy, I don't know if that would have made sense because those other engineers wouldn't have been as patient. Yeah, so to go through the the process of like oh, I want to hear the, you know to just you know to always be wanting to do something different because you know it's always fun when you got somebody that wants to do that. It's so important to find an engineer or a producer that actually gives a fuck about what you're doing. There's right. nothing that feels worse than being in a room with somebody that's you know right. There, yeah. you're just you know a couple fucking dollar bills to them you know like whatever yeah, exactly. like mm -hmm. click 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 or also like working with people that understand the style of music that you want to do and can figure out like oh let's put you know this cool effect on your vocal here let's do right. this with the beat let's drop this out like they understand how the music works right. i've mm -hmm. had a lot of friends especially not so much these days there's a lot more people that actually have gear to record but when i was starting there wasn't all of this fucking fruity loops and and not everybody had Pro Tools and all this right, shit. So right. a lot of people would go like that. The eight track. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people would go and record with like rock engineers. Yeah. And a lot of them just didn't understand how to like record the vocals properly. There'd always be this weird like reverby delay right. on it. Like, you, and it's like this just doesn't sound right. And the people didn't give a shit about how it sounded. But uh -huh. it's cool now because there's a lot more people that understand how it works That's and even right. artists themselves understand what they want. They have more of an ear for it. I mean, yeah. sh shout out to a uh, Ricardo Schultz at CMU. He, he runs the recording program at Carnegie Mellon. Um, I went up there randomly. I was in the drama program at Carnegie Mellon in a pre-college program uh, with Jill Wadsworth, but I came through with him and uh, I just walked in the studio one day. Like they were teaching class. I just walked in one day and he's a hipster. He's a hipster type of, of a person. But um, I walked in and uh, he, I was like, hey man, I'm just, I'm just, I was just, I was 17, 18. I was like, hey man, you know, I just, you know, I just want to learn about recording or whatever. Yo, he said, listen, he said, you could come into my class every day, like for free. Like he said, just walk in, just come. Like, you could come sit down. Like, And I didn't come every day, but I just, I just came. And then like when I, I just you know, seeing the recording process, everything like that. He introduced me to a dude named, um, I don't know if you know DJ Therm. That name sounds Amos. super familiar. Yeah. Um, uh, he introduced me to him and then Shout out Amos. Therm, Therm introduced me to Soy, but it was the same process. Like he, he didn't record as much hip hop as he did, like just like acoustics and like guitar and like singing and things like that. Right. So he was like, man, you need to go to a hip hop, like, producer he's like I, I don't know where to take he's like i'm gonna just give you the therm like see if you want to do it with him therm was super cool he made hip-hop beats and he was just cool and then he just put me to uh to soy sauce and um you know the sauce got made man that's what's Thanks. up sauce got made that's what's up so i know the original idea here was we were gonna just kind of chat about a kid named god for a little bit and then we were going to get more into like some individual stuff but we've been talking for like an hour I feel Fingers. like we touched on a lot of individualism and Fingers. things like that anyways. Mm -hmm. So, but as we're rounding the corner here, we can shout out just where people can find you individually, where people can find you together. And if there's anything else that you just kind of want to throw out there before we wrap this all up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us at, at kid God, K I D G A U W D. Um, and you know, music available everywhere. You know, everywhere. Uh, never forget G A U W D. Holla. You know, you could uh, look us up on YouTube, Spotify, all that. Yeah, man. Uh, eat a lot of fruit. Get alkaline <laughs> water in you. Right. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> ladies. Do your thing. I'll be seeing you on Instagram. It's Keep doing your thing. Listen.
Facts. Every time I see a beautiful woman on Instagram, I go off. I see another one, and then, like the shit keeps going. You know, it's up. so crazy. Like, I can't, it doesn't stop. I can't, I can't be on Instagram in public. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's how crazy it is. It's so crazy right now. I can't right even like, grab my phone. Like, I can't even grab my phone and just pull out right now and just go on Instagram. I promise you, I can't. You'd have to bleep it. Instagram. You'd have to, you'd have to blur out my keep phone. Keep doing it. Because, keep doing um, it. Holla. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to. <laughs> Thanks, shout out to everybody hey. on Instagram. Man. Shout out to Chinese Kitty too. Holla. Yeah, he put a name on it. Yeah, yeah shout yeah. out. Her. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out Chinese Kitty, man. Holla. You know what I mean? But yeah, facts. Yeah, definitely reach us on at KidGod at Instagram. You know, we don't really do too much of the Twitter and all these other different things, even though we have them. You know, we're primarily on uh, Instagram. Instagram for right now. Mm-hmm. Word. Well, with that being said, I'm going to do my outro. Do that, John. Spit that fire. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. One more time. A kid named God. Thank you for being here. Good hanging out. I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Mm. Start the beat 2020. Thanks for listening. And we're done. That's it. That's a podcast. That is a podcast. Thanks, y'all. We out here. We out here. We out here.